Hi, I'm Gary from Stonyfield, the organic yogurt company, a proud longtime supporter of Living on Earth. Since 1993, we've given 10% of our profits to efforts that help protect and restore the earth. Everything from supporting organic farmers to spearheading organizations like Climate Counts, where you can learn how committed your favorite companies are to the fight against climate change. Learn more about our Profits for the Planet program at stonyfield.com. In the 1967 film classic, The Graduate, a young Dustin Hoffman gets a piece of advice about his future. I just want to say one word to you. Just one word. Yes, sir. Are you listening? Yes, I am. Plastics. Exactly. How do you mean? There's a great future in plastics. Think about it. We didn't just think about plastic. Since then, we've turned the polymers into every part of modern life. Look around you. Today, the average American goes through 220 pounds of the stuff in a year. But Beth Terry isn't your average American. She said, enough is enough. Her new book is Plastic Free, How I Kicked the Plastic Habit and How You Can Too. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Beth, I I want you to fess up. Five years ago, you were a plastic addict. I was. I was addicted to the convenience that plastic offers. I was used to taking double plastic bags at the grocery store, and I would drink bottled water every time I went to the gym and throw the bottle away because there wasn't a recycling bin handy. And I pretty much didn't worry about how things were packaged. And now I don't use any. But it it took a while to develop the habit. Well, why did you decide to kick the habit? Well, five years ago, almost to the day, I stumbled across an article about the plastic pollution problem in the ocean. And what completely blew my mind and broke my heart was a photo I saw of a dead albatross chick on Midway Island, thousands of miles from civilization, halfway between the United States and Japan. And it was just the carcass. It was full of plastic pieces, like the plastic that I used on an everyday basis. Things like bottle caps, things that didn't come from the middle of the Pacific Ocean. They came from us. I just had to change. So I was looking at your first week's uh, collection of plastic. You used 20 Mm -hmm. ounces of plastic that first week, 20 ounces. That's about Mm -hmm. a pound and a quarter. So -hmm. far this year, about six months, you've used less than half a pound. My plastic waste for last year, for 2011, fits into one regular-sized plastic grocery bag, and it comes to about two pounds. And what's in there are things that I either can't avoid or stumble upon accidentally, like For example, prescription bottles, which can't be refilled in the state of California, but they can only be recycled. And there are things like plastic packing tape, because when I sometimes order something from a company, I will request no plastic packaging, but there's still sometimes tape on the box. But I find every year it's a learning process, and I find more and more ways to reduce plastic and more and more ways to get other companies to stop using so much plastic. But plastic is so darn convenient and useful. I mean, it's it's silly putty, but it's also the stuff that the vaccines come in to for saving lives. Yeah. You know, there are great things about plastic, and there are also truly problematic things about plastic. And so, whereas a plastic IV bag or a plastic blood bag, for example, might save a life in a short term, which is so important, a lot of those contain phthalates, which are endocrine-disrupting chemicals, which can leach into the IV, into the blood, and into the person. It's a mixed bag. 
I'm talking to you using a computer and a headset. Mm -hmm. And you've got a, are... a lot of uh, plastic at your fingertips. I do. I mean, literally, your, your mouse is plastic, right? My mouse is plastic. The keyboard is plastic. That's right. However, I didn't buy any of these things new. When I decided to stop buying any new plastic, I didn't commit to stop using the plastic I already had, first of all. And I don't recommend that anybody go through their house and purge the plastic and throw it away because that's just so wasteful, I think. But when my computer broke and it couldn't be fixed, my first step is always to try to fix things and make them last as long as possible. Uh, but when I, it couldn't be fixed, I looked on Craigslist and I found a secondhand computer. So you're following the, you know, the three R's, reduce, reuse, recycle. But right. in your book, you go one step further. You go to reporting. Yeah, because I feel that um, my personal actions might not seem like they're going to make a huge difference in the world. When you look at the scope of the plastic pollution problem, it's huge. Um, and what can the actions of one individual, what difference can they make? Yeah, it's a drop in the plastic bucket. It is. It is. And for me, I had to, I had to change my behavior simply because I felt so connected to the rest of the um, the rest of the planet. I just couldn't keep doing harm when I knew, when I was became aware of what I was doing. But report is important to me because I can share this information that I've discovered with other people and my personal actions can be magnified by the example I said. And I'm not out there trying to tell everybody that they should religiously reduce every single tiny bit of plastic in their lives. I want to encourage people to be mindful about their choices and to show them that they actually do have choices. But, you know, um, people that are so mindful sometimes become too serious. They take themselves too seriously. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and, and I'm just thinking of things made out of plastic that are just fun, like pink flamingos. <laughs> right? there's, no, there's no substitute. <laughs> you know, I have fun. And uh, one of my favorite things is to experiment. So doing this project has been a lot of fun for me and has brought out a lot of creativity for me. Fun can be had in many different ways. And the things that truly make me happy and laugh and enjoy life don't come packaged in plastic. Beth, do you have a dog? I have a cat. I have two cats. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a dog. And plastic <laughs> plays a very significant role in both of our lives when we go for a walk. What do I do if I'm going to kick the plastic habit? There was a woman I met who actually uses old yellow pages to pick up after her dog. Gives no uh, meaning to let your fingers do the walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there are actually um, lots of things that you can use to pick up pet waste instead of taking new plastic grocery bags from the grocery store. Think of all the types of bags and containers that you already have at home. Bread bags, chip bags, cereal bags. If you haven't completely gotten the plastic out of your grocery shopping yet, as most people haven't, these are all things that you can use. So, Beth, if people want to buy your book um, and it gets shipped to them, what is it wrapped in? It doesn't come wrapped in anything. And in fact, my publisher, Skyhorse Publishing, when they decided to create a book about plastic-free living, they committed to making the book itself without plastic. There's no plastic coating on the cover. The jacket is just plain craft paper. It's compostable. I believe you could compost this book at the end of its life. Beth, you saw the movie, I'm, I'm assuming, The Graduate with Dustin Hoffman, yeah? Yes. So when you think about it now and the advice he got, I've got one word for you, plastics. What do you say? 
No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's Beth Terry. Her new book is Plastic Free, How I Kicked the Plastic Habit and How You Can Too. Beth, thanks a lot. It was a pleasure. Thank you.